0: This podcast is a satirical podcast. Any information should be verified by you before being believed. Thank you and enjoy. This is the Piss Goff Podcast with your host, Yusuf Goff. Hey. I can't really play the songs anymore, but I'm playing the song for myself. It's the flute song by Russ. So I'm jamming the fuck out right now. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Piss Golf Podcast, episode 103. How y'all doing? Oh, oh, oh. I knew I was going to see, I I gonna see you again. I knew I was going to see you again. <coughs> Alright, I'm back. Sorry. I, I, uh, I can't do music anymore. I got a copyright strike because uh, Spotify is ridiculous. Thank you guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Piss Golf Podcast. You know who I am. It's your boy Yusef. Uh, on Instagram at Goff, follow the backup account at Piss Golf Podcast, uh, and send your inquiries to Podcast at gmail.com. All right, plugs out the way. What's up, all you beautiful people out there? You mostly men and some women and non-gen, non-binaries. What's up, everybody? How's everybody doing? Did you have a good week? I'm sorry for the delayed episode. I know this was supposed to be out yesterday, right? But you know what? life happens and when life happens you roll with the punches you know what i'm saying so we'll get into that but first things first is like i don't know yesterday i wasn't uh, i was feeling it and then one thing kept coming up after another and i just kept delaying it i wanted to work out get that shit in you know what i'm saying hit my hit my goal for 30 workouts wait was it 30 workouts i think it was 20 workouts uh, from from July 7th until uh, until the end of August. I was supposed to do 20 workouts and 30 sets. And I think I, I beat both goals. I surpassed both for sure. Um, so there's that. And then yesterday, I don't know, I was eating clean. I, I, I did my workout, did my protein shake, um, almost got dominoes, almost did so thankful! Some guy at the at the comedy show yesterday was talking my ear off because I wore a tinfoil hat shirt. Shout out to Sam Tripoli, and not that he was a bad thing. Like he he just he's me. He he's a guy who dominated the conversation, and I have to learn how to to let other people talk more because, um, well, I could get into it, but uh, but, but what was it? Saturday night? I ended up hanging out with some some comic buddies, um, and I learned to let them talk. And to actually listen and not just wait for my turn to speak. Having something prepared to say, well, guess what? If it comes in and, and I can remember it, I'll say it. And if it doesn't, hey, not the time to bring it up. So I didn't. And I just, I was in the moment and it was beautiful. It was fun. I'm still sober. I think technically now it's two weeks um, because I started on a Sunday and that was a wee, two weeks ago. Yeah, because last episode was a week. And honestly, dude, my comedy's getting better, number one. Number two, um, I actually don't feel a need to drink. Like, I kind of want to, but I don't need to. Like, I do get, like, not that I'm bored, but, like, I see everybody with, like, a cold beer. And I'm like, oh, just bring cold water, Yusef. It's definitely way more refreshing. Tastes better, too. You know what I mean? Uh, I've been drinking more coffee. Uh, I know I did say I cut down on that, but I've been drinking more now. Not gonna lie, only today I'm gonna have three cups. I had one cup before the podcast. Jamie made me another cup. I'm having it now, and then if if I need a, a second cup, I have that before I go do some comedy tonight. Go see the family before that. But let's uh, let's do the recap. So um, instead of all this rambling. So yeah, there's no music because Spotify did send me a message. I had to make sure I get that out of the front because until I figure that out, I'm gonna have to figure out. I think it was just because I used a Little Wayne song. I don't know. Maybe I just gotta start talking over it or singing over it or something. But uh but yeah, let's see. Where were we last week? Last week I think I did I think I did this podcast last week and then I went to the Meat Locker. Um and I think it was alright if I remember last week. Last week was alright. I went again yesterday, and yesterday was way better. If I'm being honest. There was first of all, um last week. There, were, there was like this, this new comic and she's like 17 years old. And so like she's really weird. And, and I don't know. I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't realize how different a 32-year-old. and Because she's half my age. She's a whole different person. Like not, obviously I know that. Yeah, she is a different person. But I mean like they talk differently. They don't understand the same things. It's called the generational gap I guess is what it's called. is like the, the, the logical term for that. But there's a huge generational gap. And uh, it became even more evident last night, too. We're going to do a summary of both Sundays at once. How about that? Because they were both pretty much the same thing. Pretty much just did the same thing both Sundays. I, I went to the the mic, talked to some comics after, and then went home and made some food, right? Watched some shit. You know, fun times. Um, but last night, I ended up watching The Gray Man. And uh, kind of a stupid-ass movie, but also, like, it's entertaining, good graphics, shit like that. You know what? I, I liked it. I didn't love it. I didn't give it two thumbs up. I gave it one thumb up. That's a fair assessment. It got one thumb. You know what I mean? It's like, good job, dude. It's like, yeah, that that joke needs more work. That that movie still needs more work. It didn't need all of that. But it also, like, if you look at it, it's supposed to be the CIA who's doing this. Oh, totally accurate. 100% accurate is what they would do. So I guess it's like, uh, you know, good. So let's go back in time. Let's see. Sunday. That was that Monday did the two mics last week. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So last week did two mics. There was actually surprisingly some some comedian, some non comedian. Sorry, like like four or five. Like the, the last time I, I think I did post it. There was this lady at the end to ask her, her name and, and it was like Mo or something like that. She She had like a cool like regular name and she was she was a wonderful old lady that just listened and then she had like a, a, another younger but older than me lady there that was kind of like helping her because i guess she was not very hard of hearing that's why i was doing the, the some of the jokes slow i just thought she was but she's not um and uh and she was she was a wonderful audience member i'll tell you that and then th- last week a week ago pretty much from today uh it was it was wonderful like there was some non-comics there There there's this one guy he's a musician he pretty much gave me some really wonderful encouraging words after saying i was funny and like he could see me following my dreams and and he was saying how he's a musician and he always wanted to do it he follows his dream and he's self-sufficient And i'm like bam motherfucker that's the message i needed to hear because it's also it's like i already believe that but sometimes you need to hear those things so you could be like yep See, it can happen for other people. It means it can happen for me too. You know what I mean? Uh, and and that's why, like, oh, I'm so excited for my future, man. Very excited. I'm very happy. I'm also just very present. I'm very uh, aware of the present, though. Anyway, so I was so in the present on Monday that I, I hit the button to record, and then I must have hit it again by accident, so it stopped the recording, and I didn't get any of it. And I thought I did a fucking pretty great job and and ah uh, it was so much it was so much fun. I tried to recreate it at the next mic, and um I failed miserably at recreating it at the next mic, I think you know like it was. They didn't fail miserably. All right, so here's what'll happen. I'll, I, I'm gonna probably, I'm gonna, you know what, I'm gonna probably put that one after this, after this fucking thing. So what happened on Monday? at The second one is there was fucking all these people were being loud as fuck for no reason, and they were talking. And then I just got the people's attention back, and I got them to listen to my jokes. And they laughed, and they were fun. And it's the same couple of Pete, there's like two couples that keep coming back with a couple of different friends each time so there's usually like six of them but at least four of them and they keep coming back and i finally found out they're all cuban i guessed every other fucking country except for cuba and then they liked some cuban jokes i made they loved it they listened i got there was a couple black people in the back of the room i'm pretty sure they loved my joke that oh no one nigerian guy yeah oh he loved the jokes yeah I'm mixing up different weeks there. It's always fun there. It's always fun at Dingo's, uh, and then it's also fun at, at Boulevard. So, and that's that. Now, Tuesday, uh went to Lemongrass. <clears throat> it was all right. You know what? I I, uh, I could have done better. I definitely could have done better. And I don't know what I did wrong, but I know that my energy wasn't where it should have been. That's for sure. Like, I i know i was yawning on my way driving down so like for whatever reason it wasn't high energy period i didn't bring up any energy when i was there i was just sitting there so you know i I take 100 percent responsibility for for you know doing fucking mediocre i got laughs but i got i felt like i got some pity laughs from some people but then oh also though there was some guys they they left uh right before my set and then they heard it was the last comic so after they walked there there two girls they came back in they sat and they kind of laughed a little bit but like i said those were they felt like pity laughs so i'll take it i'll take it thank you guys i appreciate it i'm not i'm not giving away anything that the universe gives me i appreciate the fuck out of that and i'm thankful for that how about that so lemongrass could it have gone better they all can but did it go great it did yes bam Wednesday, okay, so this is going to be more where I'm going to complain, right? So Wednesday, I go to your place. It's the one in North Arlington, and I go to sign up, and I go after a comedian. I, I particularly am not fond of, we'll just say. And uh, said comedian goes up, does does their thing, no problem, not nothing there. You know, it even made me laugh a couple times. And because I'm not being petty anymore, I, I, I give it up for everybody, everybody. I'll give it for you when you get up. I give it up for you when you leave. Everybody. Like you or don't like you. Because I'm trying not to dislike anybody either. But I, just because I'm not very particular to this person. And then they start talking loudly right in the front. So now anybody who's pretty. So pretty much they walk like the stages are like long bar kind of style. Except that the, the bar is an island in the middle. So there's a long bar in front of you. And then there's another section on the other end. So imagine like like an equal sign. Except I'm on the left, like an equal sign that's going up and down. And I'm on the left side of the equal sign on the bottom. And then there's a whole right equal sign, which the bottom would be the bathroom. But then there's a couple people who just don't want to be talked to going up that way. And then, I guess it's not an equal sign. It's an upside down you. There's people at the back of the bar. They also can't hear shit. The people all along the, the left equal sign all the way down can't hear shit because slightly above the bottom is said comic talking to another person very loudly while I'm on stage. Very, very rude is all I'm going to say. If you like that person, they like you, that's fine. They could say good job, but don't start talking when somebody else is on stage. It's taking away their attention. And that's all I want to say about that. So it's very rude. It fumbled me. I got fostered by that. I, did, I let it affect me. So I 100% take blame for that mic. Not going as well, too. 100 percent take it, which leads me to Thursday at the city lounge where I had a lot of fun. I always have fun at the city lounge. I love the city lounge. Anthony was there. he's the owner. he was running around and there was they were doing some kind of a party outside, so there was a shit ton of people, but they were outside they weren't they weren't about that life. They weren't batty, batty or bad about it. I don't know how you I don't know what these young people say batty batty. They weren't about it, about it is what they're trying to say, but they say it in a different way. They say, bad bady about it. You know, they weren't bad about it. They weren't about about comedy. You'd see them come in, use the bathroom, listen for like half a, like, I think maybe 10 seconds, walk into the bathroom, come out, listen for 10 more seconds, and then say, nope, done, walk out. The tension span of Goldfish. But the people that were there, number one, there's my two Hispanic homies with the AirPods who... Literally have their AirPods on the whole time unless they like a comedian and guess who's... You know what? Nope, wrong one. I'm one of them. Yeah. I'm one of the comedians. I'm one of the people that they take their AirPods out for, so... In fact... I took a hit for them. This... Baked bar sponsored by uh, um, Pop Smokes and and Parsippany. Go there, say Yusef sent you, say Piscoff sent you, ask for Lou. He blinks a lot, and he's a whitish man, maybe Hispanic, but his name is Lou. And he gives me a nice, he hooks me up. And then tell him, hey, Yusef sent me, wink, wink. And then still also show him your driver's license. But it's good. Bake bar, bake bar. This is brought to you by bake bar. So let me get back to it. Where was I? So Thursday was fun. I got the Hispanic guys there. There was a couple other people there. I'm, I'm trying to remember now. Who else was there? There was at least I want to say there was four, four or five people that were listening. Chris Park's friends had to leave. They love me. He has like this uh, husband and wife that come. That well, actually number one um i gotta get the video actually from them my the one set where i fucking thought i ate shit at the city lounge um his the wife i don't remember which one did which the husband or the wife took pictures and then the other one took video and they did a fantastic job with the photos so i can only imagine and actually i don't even know if i have fucking had they didn't send me anything so i gotta get those fucking sent to me but they're phenomenal and they're great people But they weren't there. But there were some other people. Oh, the Asian lady was there. She came after my set. She loves me. It's an old Asian lady. She's possibly a prostitute. But if she's not, I would love her a long time. I would make love to her for a long time because it would probably be, be like, not the right. I wouldn't be attracted 100%. So, like, it would take a long time for me to... That's a long-ass fucking, yeah, I don't have really much else to talk about, right? You know what I mean? So that's why I'm doing all this. Friday, I stayed home. Why? Well, I mean, look, there's no fucking mics on Friday. I've been trying to, I mean, I think I got to find a fucking venue that's slow on a Friday, which, by the way, hard to find. But I mean by slow, is like not dead, but slow. Some shit that could be popping on a Friday night, especially if we start bringing comedians. Now they see more people are there, so they want to come in now what we could do obviously open mic would be the th- the move to get more people but also doing a show if they already have people might not be a bad idea and especially given some some comics some more stage time because that's that's the end goal right we need all more stage time so uh i, I didn't do that though i stayed at home and uh I, oh i watched tim dylan's new special by the way Fuck it. okay so i knew i didn't have anything to do on friday I knew that there was nothing else I could do comic-wise, so I watched Legion of Skanks. It was amazing. I made a bunch of food. It was delicious. Uh, I got a Hershey Sunday pie because I didn't have to go to Walmart to get them. They don't call it Hershey Sunday pie, but it's pretty much the same thing. And I ate a quarter of it, and oh, my God, did I have a stomach ache the next day. But I kept the abs. Um. And then I, I, I fucking watched Tim Dillon after Legion of Skanks. And then I watched something else. I think Sandman. That shit fucking, it didn't end right. I don't even know if it's ended. I don't know what the hell is going on with that fucking thing. Is it like weekly maybe? I got to look it up. But it's all right. It's cool how they, they, they introduce a cool concept in there. And I don't want to spoil it. So I'll let you guys, if you watch it and you want to hear it. But it's a lot about manifesting and how you can manifest shit. And love it because I'm big into manifesting. Um, and then I manifested a shit ton of fucking food in my belly instead of alcohol. So same amount of calories, which is why I'm not going down in any weight. In fact, I'm going up in weight, but I'm keeping my body fat the same, if not lower. So I'm still eating probably not as good foods as I should be, but it's better than alcohol. Tell you that. If I get to eat more junk food instead of spending it on alcohol... Honestly, now I, I kind of understand why people do that, but uh, but also keep my abs though. So don't overindulge, you know. Like I went to the, I went to the supermarket because I have ice cream, but I wanted to get ice cream cones just so I could eat one ice cream cone. And they didn't, and they read they're redoing my supermarket, and they didn't have ice cream cones, so instead I got a Klondike bar. Like I got Klondike bars, like they have a six pack, and I ate fucking two of them. I ate one on the way home, and then I ate one as soon as I got home. Like a little chubby kid that I used to be, man. But I had the other four. Now I still have three left or two left. I don't know. I ate a couple of them. Um, But then I also got the Hershey Sunday pie the same night. And I ate a quarter of that too. Yo, I went extra fucking fat on Friday. Bro, I ate a quarter of a Hershey Sunday pie. I definitely made a pizza with the popcorn chicken on top. So it was like buffalo chicken pizza. Like mini pizza that I make at home that I told you guys about countless times. If you need the recipe, message me. Um, and then I made, oh, I had chicken, um, chicken tenderloins, and I made shake and bake chicken, like just like four or five pieces. And I ate all that. Oh, I ate so much, like a little fucking Hershey. Son- oh, yeah. So I was at the supermarket. I wanted ice cream cones. They didn't have ice cream cones where they normally have them. And so I'm like, okay, maybe it's on the other side. Guess what's on the other side? They, they took it from a, a little shelf where they had ice cream cones. They had ice cream cones on two sides, and then they changed both sides and made them both refrigerators for extra ice cream. Except the other side that also had ice cream cones did not have ice cream cones. You know what it had? Hershey Sunday pies and all other kinds of fucking pies. And I got a Hershey Sunday pie. And I looked like a nice little healthy. I was looking juicy as fuck because it was a Friday. No, I didn't work out on Friday. I worked out Saturday. No, I did work out Friday, and then I worked out Sunday because I'm doing every other day right now for a little bit. So I did work out Friday, so I was looking extra juicy, and I'm in the fucking supermarket looking extra juicy, but eating like I'm fucking extra chubby. You know what I mean? I look like I got a Hershey Sunday pie in one hand, and I got and I got Klondike bars in the other hand. Nothing healthy. Go through the self-checkout. I don't look anybody in the eyes. I'm ashamed of myself. Don't you fucking look at me and shame me. Don't you do it. Don't do it, self-checkout guy. What do you mean I didn't, I don't need a bag for my Klondike bars or my Hershey Sunday pie. I'm gonna carry it out in shame. I was so ashamed there was an old man and he was like in a wheelchair kind of thing and he was and he got out right in front of me and he, there's two ways to get out. You can make a left or you can make a right. I usually make the right, I walk inside for the long part, then I just go straight out of the parking lot and my car is right there. Cause it's close to the entrance. I'm by the exit, other side. Instead I make the left, I go out the short part, walk through the entire parking lot. I get to my car before he gets out of the building that's how slow old people are that's how ashamed I was and that's how quickly I walked back to my car but I'm not ashamed to tell you because if I tell you then I won't tell you that I also ate another quarter of the Hershey Sunday pie last night wrong button wrong button yes right button I ate another quarter of the Hershey pie it was amazing applause for me you know what I said to that Hershey's Pie? Oh, ho, ho, ho. I knew how I was going to see you again. I knew I, knew I was going to see you again. Well, i um, just being honest. Yo, yeah, oh, that Hershey's Pie said to me. Now, ready. That motherfucker robbed me of a good night's sleep. I'll tell you that. I had a dream. I was in a fucking. I was in a, a, a fucking, some kind of like beach resort kind of sh- You know what? I fucking dreamed I played a video game. It's called Dead Island. I just realized it now. I was in Dead Island with my brother. My brother's always in my dreams, but it's never my older brother with the beard and the kids. It's always my younger brother who was like chubby. Not that my, sorry, seen. sorry to say this, but not that you're not chubby now. But like before, you know, you lost the weight in the middle. Before that, when you were still big again, but like you were still in high school. Like, let's say senior year you've seen, where he thinks he's the tough shit, and he is kind of tough, but he's also very dumb. Not that you're not, I'm calling my brother dumb, I feel so bad right now. You know what I mean, bro. I'm the mouth, you're the fucking muscle, all right? Anyway. Uh, well, fuck. Yeah, he just kept doing shit. I don't know, it was fun. It was a fun time. But then I woke up, had to drink some water because my mouth was so thirsty from the fucking... Uh, Hershey Sunday Pie even though I brushed my teeth and I was still so thirsty that I drank water and guess what happens when you dream and you drink water you erase the dream yes did I ever teach you guys about lucid dreaming as I sip my coffee hmm well let's do this mama look at me now So here's how I do lucid dreaming. Um, You have to practice it. So number one, you have to learn that when you're in a dream, you have to do something all the time in the real life that you can recognize. So it's... All right, if you watch Inception, like the guy spins the top and you notice that the top keeps spinning and it doesn't wobble out, hey, you're in a dream. You got to do something. If you wear a rubber band around your wrist and you always flick it, guess what? In the dream, you're not going to feel anything when you flick it. Or what'll happen is you won't even have the rubber band on. You know what I mean? I always look at my Apple watch. What happens is in my dream, the time is not normal numbers. It'll be like letters or some shit. It'll just be like random gibberish. And I'm like, Oh, I'm in a dream. All right, quick. Now, how do I control this? And you can't just control the dream, but it's your dream. So now here's what happens, right? You wake up from a dream. You have, I don't know how many seconds we're going to say as quick as possible to get as comfortable as you can my move go on my back sometimes on my side doesn't matter close your eyes try to remember as many details as you can and bam sometimes you're back in the dream or a version of it and sometimes you can still remember that it's a dream without needing to check your watch or do whatever again and sometimes you can have i've had the same dream and woken up from it and gone back to it as many as probably four or five times in a night. And it's incredible. Sometimes you can't though. Sometimes it doesn't matter. Even if you don't drink water, you can't. However, I have found that except for maybe one time, I've had a nightmare and I've drank water and then as soon as I drink cold water, nightmare over, I'm back into either nothingness or a new dream. So there's a little pro tip for you. Try that out. It's raining right now. I went on a walk earlier right before this podcast. I was soaking wet. That's why I'm in my underwear podcasting right now. But it was beautiful. It was it was raining and just I had to take my headphones out for a second because I don't want them to get fucked up like halfway through the walk because it started raining harder. And then I just listened to the drops of the rain and how it sounds dripping on different surfaces and has watched it wash away the dirt and the grime of everything. And it's, it's beautiful, man. Beauty all around us, right? Wow, that was a long, long tangent, right? I don't even know if I talked about Saturday. Oh, I did. I talked. I didn't. Whatever. I don't even know how I got there. I did take another hundred milligrams. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I was supposed to take two hundred. I think I'm gonna take the other hundred before I go see the family. <sighs> what else? Let's see. Saturday was was cool. Damn, I really don't know where the fuck. Oh, I was talking about dreaming, yeah, whatever. Saturday was cool. Hung out with some homies. Got home also too late for Domino's. I wanted. Do- I've been wanting Domino's because I have to go food shopping. Um, and and so I've been wanting to eat Domino's because I'm a little, I'm a little chupster at heart. I like a Domino's pan pizza. It reminds me of. Of Pizza Hut pizza when I was a little kid. And, and you know what? It always tastes the same. Always tastes the same. You know what you can't get that always tastes the same? The regular pizza doesn't always taste the same. Sometimes they put the little seasoning shit on it. It's like a garlic and, and parmesan or something on it. Sometimes these motherfuckers don't do it. And fuck you guys in North Bergen who don't fucking do it, you fucking piece of shit. What do you expect? Here we go, a little pissed gone for you. All right, so that's pretty much the weekly summary. Let's talk about this new book I've been reading. It's called The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra. And I highly, highly, highly recommend this book to everybody. I'll read to you what it says in the back. This is a book you will cherish for a lifetime, for within its pages are the secrets to making all of your dreams come true. In the seven spiritual laws of success, Deepak Chopra distills the essence of his teachings into seven simple yet powerful principles that can easily be applied to create success in all areas of your life. I started reading it on Thursday, and it is currently Monday. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Five days. I didn't even read it every single day. It's 100 and like 111 pages, something like that. And... Uh, it's it's a beautiful short book. It's it explains things very well, and then it gives you the easy versions of it. And um, let's see what I can remember off the top. A lot of it's, it's it seems like it's common sense. You know what? Let's fucking go over them. I'll give you guys the spark notes of it. Buy this book, read this book, and apply this book. Here's applying the fir- first law. It's called the first law is called the law of pure potentiality, and here's how you apply it. It says, I will put the law of pure potentiality into effect by making a commitment to take the following steps. I will get in touch with the field of pure potentiality by taking time each day to be silent, to just be. I will also sit alone in silent meditation at least twice a day for approximately 30 minutes in the morning and 30 minutes in the evening. I will take time each day to commune with nature and to silently witness the intelligence within every living thing. I will sit silently and watch a sunset or listen to the sound of the ocean or a stream or simply the scent, smell the scent of a flower in the ecstasy of my own silence and by, sorry, one second, I'm going to turn the page, and by communing with nature, I will enjoy the throb of ages, the field of pure potentiality and unbounded creativity. And the third part of this first law is I will practice non-judgment. I love this part. I will begin my day with the statement, today I shall judge nothing that occurs, and throughout the day I will remind myself not to judge. So let me just break that first part down. First part is you got to meditate. second part is you got to enjoy nature and the beauty of nature. And then the third part is don't judge anything. And you know what? I I started that. I love, I love on my walks. I do love to appreciate nature. And I, I hope I'm not taking anything away from me unless I'm giving it to you guys so you guys can experience this too. But I, I love to just try to see the beauty in every day, the beautiful, the, the sky always, even when it's a, a friggin' cloudy day like today, to see the shades of gray and the forms in the crowd, cloud, if you look up, they call it the silver lining. Oh, my God, is it beautiful, dude. And then to see the warmth. The washing, the cooling, I'm sorry, of the beauty and the warmth of the sun. Oh, my God. There's so much beauty around us. Experience. It, you have to learn that that this life is everything. We are all life, right? Like God created everything. And that's why you need to love everything. And even if you don't believe in God, well, guess what? They say that God's within every is within everything, too. So there you go. And then don't judge anything. That part. Oh my God, I really needed to read that and to be told that even though God told me that so many times, don't judge anything. But like, you know, sometimes you just need the final, like the the straw that breaks the camel's back. Like, okay, this is all for success though. Like nobody told me don't judge people when it makes you successful. They just says it makes you a good person. (laughs) I like to judge the fuck out of people. I prejudge. I'm prejudiced. I'm prejudiced. I see anybody lighter than me, darker than me. It doesn't matter. I don't like you. Until I get to like you. And instead I changed my mind. I said I like everybody. Until you give me a reason not to. And holy shit. Did it make the world a better place. I smile at more people. They smile more back at me. So that's that's the first law. We're going to go through these quick. Because I really don't have a lot of material. There's really no news this week. The, the second is called the law of giving. Let me teach you about the law of giving. One second. Here's the law of giving. All right. Applying the law of giving, I will put into the law of giving. I will put the law of giving into effect by making a commitment to take the following steps. Wherever I go, one wherever I go and whoever I encounter, I will bring them a gift. The gift may be a compliment, a flower, or a prayer. Today, I will give something to everyone I come into contact with, and so I will begin the process of circulating joy, wealth, and affluence in my life and in the lives of others. Part two. Today, I will gratef- gratefully receive all of the gifts that life has to offer me. I will receive the gifts of nature, sunlight, and the sounds of the birds singing or the spring showers or the first snow of winter. I will also be open to receiving gifts from others, whether it be in the form of material gifts, money, a compliment, or a prayer. And three, I will make a commitment to keep wealth circulating in my life by giving and receiving life's most precious gifts, the gift of caring, affection, appreciation, and love. Each time I meet somebody, I will silently wish them happiness, joy, and laughter. I love that. So that's pretty much about give somebody a gift every time you see them. And if you don't have anything material, give them a nice prayer. Even if you're not religious, just say, I hope that you have a better day silently in your head. Or you could do the last part, which is wishing them happiness, joy, and laughter to everybody. And you know what? I started doing that yesterday. Holy shit. It's a lot. You just, I'm walking around. I'm like happiness, joy, and laughter to you. In my head, happiness, joy, and laughter to you. Happiness, joy, and laughter to you. And you know what though? I had such a happier, more joyful, and and funnier, happier day. I laughed a lot yesterday. It was beautiful. So definitely do that. And you have to be able to give and receive them. That's why like, I have to stop. And accept all of the gifts. Now, uh, if you guys are bored, you can keep past one. But these are good. The law of karma or cause and effect is number three. And applying the law of karma or cause and effect, I will put the law of karma into effect by making a commitment to take the following steps. One, I will witness the choices I make in each moment. And the mere witnessing of these choices, I will bring them into my conscious awareness. I will know that the best way to prepare for any moment in the future is to be fully conscious in the present. That's honestly so true, especially number one in comedy or just regular life. You can keep on preparing so much. It was like I used to say about rugby. I was always thinking 10 steps ahead. I'm going to catch the ball. I'm going to juke this guy, then that guy. Then I'm going to just sprint, and I'm going to get a try. A try is like a touchdown. And instead, I would miss step one, which is catch the ball. So you can't do step two, juke the guy, and step three, juke the other guy, and step four, sprint to the t- the end zone. You can't do, though. You can't do step two, three, and four if you didn't even do number one. You have to be present in the moment. Catch number one. Now you can juke number Hey, guess what? You don't even have to juke number one because he's not even near you. He didn't know you were going to get the ball. Number two guy, you get the juke. Now that's actually step two. And then you just sprint to the You know what I'm saying? You get it. Number two, whenever I make a choice, I'll ask myself two questions. What are the consequences of this choice that I'm making? And will this choice bring fulfillment and happiness to me and also to those who are affected by this choice? Very, mm-hmm. very powerful. Because I make a lot of choices that I think will, that I, I know will hurt somebody, but I think it's going to make people laugh. And then I have to start weighing it out in my head. Hey, is this worth saying? Is it really that funny or is it more hurtful? because if it's going to make one person hurt and then five people laugh that's still not good. If I make that one person laugh and everybody laugh about something I say, I'd rather do that. And then number 3, I will then let my heart guide me for uh, my uh, sorry, I will then ask my heart for guidance and be guided by its message of comfort or discomfort. If the choice feels comfortable, I will plunge ahead with abandon. If the choice feels uncomfortable, I will pause and see the consequences of my action with my inner vision. This guidance will enable me to make spontaneous correct choices for myself and for all those around me. Beautifully said. Number four is the law of least effort. This is the one I also understand the least. So um, let's see. Oh, no, I don't. I remember this one. All right. I will put the law of least effort into effect by making a commitment to take the following steps. I will practice acceptance today. Today, I will accept people, situations, circumstances, and events as they occur. I will know that this moment is is as it should be. Because the whole universe is as it should be. I will not struggle against the whole universe by struggling against this moment. My acceptance is total and complete. I accept things as they are this moment, not as I wish they were. Which is like, what you honestly have to do. You can complain about the moment, or you can accept it and move forward. Because complaining is wasting energy. And number two, having accepted things as they are... I will take responsibility for my situation and for all those events I see as problems. I know that taking responsibility means not blaming anyone or anything for my situation, and this includes myself. I also know that every problem is an opportunity in disguise, and this alertness to opportunity allows me to take this moment and transform it into a greater benefit. That's kind of a secret that I can't... Look, it's all about just take responsibility for things and if you take responsibility instead of blaming things you can find solutions easier and then uh part three today my awareness will remain established in defenselessness oh i love this one i will relinquish the need to defend my point of view i will feel no need to convince or persuade others to accept my point of view i'll remain open to all points of view and not be rigidly attached to any one of them the point of that is if everybody is yelling at me, Youssef, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. I have to be like the willow tree and just bend, bend with the breeze. So I don't, I can't be rigid like an oak tree because I'll snap at the trunk. And then I'm be, oh, timber, the tree's down because you want to stand strong against all. Sometimes if there's too much, just let them. You know what? Don't, I don't have to? I don't have to defend myself. I know what I believe. You know what you believe. You don't have to defend yourself sometimes. Sometimes you can, but sometimes you, you have to realize who you're talking to and what their level of intelligence is and, and whether you could even convey the message to them properly. Sometimes you might have the perfect thing, but you just can't relay the message properly. And so sometimes it's better not to talk about it, at least in my opinion, uh, like I'm trying to do with this, unfortunately. So uh, there's only two more laws so or three more laws. Sorry, I'll read these quick. I'll put the law of intention and desire into effect, making the following commitment. I will make a list of all my desires. I will carry this list. I made this list too, by the way. And I will carry this list with me wherever I go. I will look at this before I go into my silence and meditation, before I go to sleep at night and when I wake up in the morning. I will release this list of desires and surrenders into the womb of creation, trusting that when things don't seem to be going my re- my way, there is a reason, and that the cosmic plan has a design for me much grander than even those that I have conceived, and I believe that for sure. And I will remind myself that to practice the present moment awareness in all my actions. I will refuse to allow obstacles to consume and dissipate the quality of my attention in the present moment. I'll accept the present as it is and manifest the future through my deepest most cherished intentions and desires. That's a lot to do like here's my I I love analogies. I'm better at them when I'm drunk, but um it's like traffic. Look, there's traffic and that's an obstacle. You can let it piss you off and take away from your attention and guess what? You're so angry that you're you're fucking ah, i'm so mad i'm so mad i'm gonna fucking uh, i gotta go on instagram and talk about it now you're not paying attention to your rear end the car in front of you you know what i'm saying don't do that number six the law of detachment today i will commit myself to detachment i will allow myself and those around me the freedom to be as they are i will not rigidly impose my idea of how things should be i will not force solutions on problems thereby creating new problems I will participate in everything with detachment involved, with detached involvement. Sorry, today I will also I will factor in uncertainty as an essential ingredient in my experience. In my willingness to accept uncertainty, solutions will spontaneously emerge out of the problem, out of the confusion, disorder, and chaos. The more. Uncertain things seem to be, the more secure I will feel because uncertainty is my path to freedom. Through the wisdom of uncertainty, I will find my security. Now, what does that mean? That sounds so weird, right? Well, look, it's pretty much you have to be comfortable in the uncomfortable. When you're uncertain, people are uncomfortable when they're uncertain. You're comfortable when you're certain for something. How confident are you when you're certain about something? Well, guess what uncertainty is? Unconfidence, right? So you have to be, you have to realize that you have to detach yourself from things. You can't just think, oh, this is how everything's going to go. Because when things don't go your way, you're going to get mad. And you're going to start creating new problems and new problems. And I've done this. Hey, we need to book a car. We don't book a car. Oh, now we're going to go to 100 fucking car rental places, Kirk. Oh, we go to 100 car rental places. We finally get a car after fucking eight hours. fucking like going landing in one island hanging around waiting for our flight to the other island getting there waiting around to try to figure out the car and then finally doing an hour drive to the the place where we get like two hours of sleep before we start the next day because it's already like eight o'clock in the morning sorry I'm talking shit but like you can't see every time I thought instead of just being with the uncertainty and just allowing it I could have been taking naps in between different places But because I had to, I was like, no, no, we're going to do it this way. We're going to do it this way. We're going to do it this way. I made it a problem. And that's why, like, you have to accept it because when you accept it, when you just accept not knowing and just being in the moment and being detached, well, you can start getting in touch with the universe. That's sometimes my best crowd work comes from just letting the universe just tell me what to say by by letting it be. Don't fight against it. Just let it speak to me. Number three is I will step into the field of all possibilities and anticipate the excitement that can occur when I remain open to an infinity of choices. When I step into this field of all possibilities, I will experience all the fun, adventure, magic, and mystery of life. And I feel like I get that sometimes when I'm on stage and right after I get off after I do well. Like I did last night. I thought I did well enough that when I got off stage, I didn't kill it, but I did well enough that I fucking got chills or something. I fucking felt it. Number 7. The Law of Dharma or Purpose in Life Today I will lovingly nurture the god or goddess that in embryo that lies deep within my soul. I will pay attention to the spirit within me that animates both my body and my mind. I will awaken myself to the deep stillness within my heart. I will carry the consciousness of Timeless Eternal. Being in the midst of time bound experience I did not read that correctly whatever it's pretty much saying that look there's there's a lot of pure potential within everybody and you have to remember that you want to be part of the entire universe Uh, and you're going to make a list of all your unique talents. And then, sorry, I will make a list of my unique talents. Then I will list all the things that I love to do while expressing my unique talents. When I express my unique talents and use them to the service of humanity, I lose track of time and create abundance in my life as well as the lives of others. I will ask myself daily, how can I serve and how can I help? The answer to these questions will allow me to help and serve my fellow human beings with love. And that was the short and simple of the seven spiritual laws of success. Hope you enjoyed that. Definitely buy the book, Deepak Chopra. You know, use what you like. Don't use what you don't like. That's how I, I go about with life. You know? And uh, and that's that, I guess. Haha <laughs> One, two, three. We're going to talk about a couple things. Damn, cool. I'm almost done. All right. We got some articles. And then we'll do that World Star shit. Jamie, you want to do the World Star shit? Should we do the World Star shit? We'll do some World Star videos. Pull up the articles for me, please. Oh, you're just all on the World Star shit, huh? We only have a couple, right? The IRS and then the Chilean man. All right, let's do the IRS story first. Whew. Excuse me. So we're gonna get this from a bullshit website first. I'll talk about it. Excuse my excuse my yawn. Let me drink some more coffee. All right, this is from Vox, which is pretty much they were pretty much like. No, the $80 billion for the IRS didn't go all towards new agents with guns. No, it's not that. The IRS funding the Inflation Reduction Act has become a political flashpoint, but really, what does it do? So I'm going to skim through this shit. I already read a little bit of it. Um, Democrats' new climate, health care, and tax package, known as the Inflation Reduction Act, includes nearly... 80 billion dollars in new funding for the IRS which is supposed to help the chronically underfunded agency staff back up and boost enforcement measures to collect unpaid taxes from wealthy Americans, right? Now, it, they say they falsely claim the IRS will use the money to hire an army of 87,000 new agents who will ha- who will target the average taxpayer. They they're saying that conservatives are saying this, right? Um and there, this is says, this, uh, Mike Crapo. He's a senator, top Republican. And he says, uh, new funding will be used to squeeze more revenue out of Americans who make less than $400,000 uh, because they're easy targets. Hey, that's us. Hey, that's all of us. That's fucked up. Why are we easy targets? Well, that's because if you make over $400,000 a year, I'm pretty sure you're not doing your shit on TurboTax for sure for sure you have an accountant for sure for sure your your accountant knows all the loopholes uh duh so but they're like no we're gonna use all this because because we have all these rich people they won't pay we're gonna have more people to tell them that yo i saw something on here let me see if i can find it oh here it is here all right who's Saren? Instead, Natasha Sarin is a counselor for tax policy and implementation at the Treasury Department. She said, for Americans making less than $400,000 a year, their chances of being audited wouldn't increase from typical levels. Uh, Instead, you're going to have improved experience in filing your taxes because we're going to have more staff. You know, we're going to be able to answer the nearly 200 million calls. We give 200 million calls. One person for every 13,000 calls. So many calls. Here's what she says. For regular taxpayers and for small businesses and for low-income taxpayers, the only shift is when you realize there's going to be an IRS employee who can answer the phone when you call, and they're going to tell you you owe more money and there's nothing you can do about it. But it's okay. It's okay. Look, I have my gripes with the IRS. Ask me. How do you like? What do you? How do you feel about the IRS? Thunder? You just, you just, you. I don't. You can't hear it, but there's thunder and lightning. Thunder and lightning. What did you say? How do I feel about the IRS? They suck. They suck. Why do they suck? Let's see. Do I have a sound? I have to have a fucking soundboard something for them. What do I have for fucking the IRS? Get your hand off my penis! This is the bike who got me on the penis, people. Gentlemen, this is democracy manifest. The IRS said that when I was two years old, I started a business and I owed them taxes on some income. Hey, I'm two years old. I'm, a real boy. I'm really just a boy. Not that wasn't for Manny. That was for me, by the way. But it's like. Oh my gosh, where are we? Of time where have owes taxes at two years old. Welcome to the Twilight Zone. Thunder and lightning coming soon. Let's see if we can hear the thunder. Oh, it just happened. I saw the lightning, that's why I was able to call it. So in this little twilight zone, the IRS says that and pretty much every single year, I think this is the last year I ever had to do it. Like they said finally, hey, guess what? We took it out of for the last. You know what I hated? I've, I'm 32 years old now. And ever since I was 17, pretty much half my fucking life, I hated when people would say, hey, I got my tax refund. I get to spend it on, you know, every fucking time I did my taxes, the IRS said, nope, you owe us actually money from when you were two years old. So we took it out and you still owe us more money and you still owe us more money and you still owe us more money. And then finally this year they said, we I don't. Will I owe them more money next year? Probably. When do I have to do it in fucking, in like a couple months probably, right? Like, fuck them. Fuck the IRS. Why are we, why? More lightning. Good thing this shit's not on. This is not on battery. It's, it's on battery. So if we go out of power, I'll still be able to finish this episode. I just don't know if I'll be able to upload it without power. But we'll figure that out when we get there. So wh- why do we need the IRS, right? Like, first of all, they tax our income, right? If they're taxing our income, they tax all the money that I make. Why do they tax me again when I spend it on somebody else who's then going to pay taxes on that money, too? Why is there a sales tax, period? Right? Wait, what? So you tax me to make the money, then you tax me to spend the money? Wait, what? Then I won't spend the money. Then you tax me to hold the money? Wait, what? What if I invest? You're going to tax me for that? Oh, okay. And what if I give it to my... Oh, you're going to tax... So you want to tax me for everything. But if you're rich, you don't fucking pay these taxes. So... My goal is to be fucking so rich, I don't pay these fucking taxes. I want to be those other fucking... And you know what? And if the fucking IRS gets me when I'm rich, it's okay. It's okay. I'm willing to pay my fair share, my fair share, but also I don't want my fair share of taxes to go towards shit I don't agree... First of all, I don't have a kid. Why do I have to pay for school? Right? I don't like war. Why does my money go towards funding war? You know what I'm saying? If it went towards healthcare, if I want all my money to go towards healthcare, for example, why can't I check that? That should be the thing, the taxes. Where do you want your tax to go? And they should give you options. And then you can say how much of your taxes you want. And it's like, damn, we need to go to war, but apparently nobody wants to fund our military this year. So I guess we're not going to go to war. I guess we're just going to have to keep the 100 million fucking nukes we have now as a natural deterrent and all the other fucking millions of billions and billions and billions of dollars of equipment we already have. I guess we'll just have to keep that for a couple years. It's almost like if your parents told you, hey, guess what, asshole? You're not getting a new iPhone every fucking year, all right? It costs too much. You don't need a new iPhone every fucking year. Wait every three years, get a new iPhone when it starts slowing down. Four years, maybe. Every new president, you can get a new iPhone. How about that? All right? It's time you guys fucking pull your own shit. How how do we spend all this money for a military and we don't even have the oil, huh? Didn't we go to the Middle East for the oil? Don't why, why the fuck is gas Why are we? Don't we have Iraqi oil? What the fuck is going on? Did Biden forget that that Obama kept going in Iraq for oil? Does he forget we have oil fields there? That we killed a whole bunch of Iraqi children, women, and men for. Can't we just take some of that oil again? We killed them for it already. We already have the blood. Let's already traded it for oil. Like why are we not now? We're not gonna now. We're gonna have morals now. We have morals. Fucking bullshit. Oh, I'm getting mad. I hate the IRS. Was there anything more in this bullshit article? Let's see. Uh, Here's what it said. This fucking guy. His name is Hogland. So, for sure, he's full of shit. And he says, a long story short here is the average American should not be threatened by this, but should be thankful that they are putting money into taxpayer services that have dwindled tremendously. No. No. And the thunder and lightning is getting crazy. I love it, man. I gotta change. It. I gotta look at this shit. I love it, man. Dude, thunder and lightning, so much fun. Not when you're driving. So I don't know how I'm gonna take my sister to the mall. She, we, I uh, was supposed to go to the Apple Store and supposed to take her to try on some shoes. We're gonna order some custom Nikes for her. I'm gonna get her a pair of custom Nike's. I'm not paying for all of it. I'm gonna make her pay for for half of it at least and then I'll pay the other half. Nice little gift for her. You know why? Cuz of the seven laws of success. You got to spread that shit, bro. Why am I gonna What am I What am I gonna do with the half of the cost of the shoe in, in my fucking bank account? It's gonna get spent on something stupid like food or or drugs or something stupid. You know what I mean? Like no, just give it to fucking her. Let her enjoy. It. Yo, she's gonna love it so much. Did I tell you guys when I bought the little teddy bear for for my little sister? She loved it so much, dude. She loved it so much. It was fucking incredible, dude. Even if she doesn't even play with it now, the cost of that, worth it. Worth it. It's worth it. It adds, it adds up. And then I get like when you're a parent, you're like, not worth it every time. <laughs> hey, Wait, don't you have kids and you have to buy, uh, you know, $40 worth of toys every fucking three days and your kids don't even play with them. And then they play with everything and leave them everywhere. Well, teach your kids how to, yo, my baby sister, that little girl, I don't know what the fuck happened to her. Somebody taught her how to fucking put her shit away. I remember we were playing a game. She likes to play The Floor is Lava. And what you do is, is pretty much um, first I, uh, we ha- I have to pretend that we're on like a cushion thing. And then we hop on different pillows around the room. And we have to go all around this like obstacle course thing without touching the floor, which is lava. But then afterwards, she when I'm like, okay, let's uh, you want to do something else? Let's go color in the coloring book. She goes, okay, hold on. I have to go put the toys away. Or I have to put the pillows away. She puts the pillows away. Or if she's playing with toys, she puts the toys away. We colored, she put the crayons and everything away before we did the next activity. Ah, beautiful. Only little girls can do that. Little boys, nah, they're leaving a mess everywhere, dog. That's for mama. Mama, you clean that shit up. The fuck? What are you fucking, what the fuck? The fuck? The fuck, mama, you think? yo, mama, what, what, what are you doing? You making us fucking, making us scrambled eggs with hot dogs in it? with ketchup on top yeah that's right mama and we're eating it up in our room right yeah that's right mama that's right mama you're our little waitress huh that's right hey hey mama I'm seven years old I shit my underwear clean that up huh yeah that's right yeah there's dookie in my underwear clean it up clean that dookie that's right yeah I left my fucking plate here with ketchup and egg and it got hard on it because you didn't you didn't come back and you didn't ask if we were done eating you want to bring the plates down? i my fucking kid. Yeah, I'm leaving my toys everywhere. Because you know why? When I come back, all my shit's put away. It's magic. I don't know how it fucking happens. Mama. But I didn't know at the time. Such a piece of shit I was. All right, here's from the New York Post. Oh, wow. This is weird. Why are they showing people getting beaten up on this video? IRS agencies will absolutely not target middle class Americans. Yeah, okay. Let's see. I'm sorry. I did read this one, but I thought. Yeah, I guess it wasn't anything. Oh, here it is. Maybe not. The IRS will have to target small, media medium businesses because they won't fight back. This uh, executive vice president of the National Taxpayer Union Foundation told the Post. We've seen this play out before. The IRS says we're going to go after the rich, but when you're trying to raise that much money, the rich can only get us so far. Uh, Herman told the Post that it's easier for the IRS to collect from small and middle-sized businesses since they're less likely to incur legal expenses in order to fight the agency, whereas larger and wealthier companies are much better equipped to do battle. The approach here is to double the IRS workforce, take the leash off, and see how much they can collect. I think they'll collect it, but it will be quite painful. Meaning they're going to take it from us, you know what I mean? So... There's that that's that's the IRS story here. We got an IRS story. Let's see, what else are we gonna do? I gotta fucking take a shower and do some things. Let's see. Chilean man was accidentally paid three hundred and thirty times his salary. He resigns, then he vanishes. This is an awesome fucking story. Um uh pretty much this guy, an unnamed worker at this industry which makes cold cuts, normally gets a paycheck of roughly $555 directly deposited into his account. But in his most recent pay period, uh, a screw-up in the company's HR department resulted in him getting a check for $183,000, uh, 1800 sorry, 183000 $593 so pretty much the 593 is more than his 555 and then he got an extra $183,000 th- on top of that now they figured out when he took the matter to a manager uh, that's when they discovered the error the company then told him to go to his bank to initiate the return of the money he said I, I promise I'm going to go there the next day and that's what he did what he didn't do however was return the money Uh, after three days of calls and whatsapp messages the company got a message from a lawyer representing the worker offering his resignation since then no one in the company has heard from the worker the company has filed a complaint charging the worker with a misappropriation of funds and recovering on hopes of recovering some of the lost money but there have been no arrests uh and with a windfall like this, would be huge in any country, especially notable in Chile, where the average worker takes roughly $1,000 per month. So let's do some math. Let's see. $1,000 a month, and there's 183,000 months divided by 12 months in a year. He's got 15 years of work right there. All right. So everybody, you do it in your math in your own head, right? Let's see. I get about this much a month, a week. Wait, I got to do it by month. All right. Times 12. Wait, no, I don't make that. Wait. Dude, my take home is so garbage. All right, but times 15 years. What? I would take that. Shit, more than half a million. More than half a million dollars. Dude, if you're making $50,000 a year and you have half a million, guess what? That's that's 10 years, right? So, I make less than that a year apparently after taxes and all that shit, right? And I also got like 401k and all that. Whatever. It doesn't matter. We don't have to go with the how broke or rich I might or might not be. doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. All right. Jamie, here's going to be a task for you. We're gonna go. Can you pull up the World Star on my phone? You can. All right, good. I'm gonna tell you. We're gonna look at the videos and see if we're gonna watch these. All right. First, you know what? We can find them here, and then we'll play them. Oh wow, there's new stories here. All right. You know what? Let me pause because uh, I gotta pee, and then I'll come back. We'll do some. We'll do some World Star stories for, uh, and then and then we'll we'll wrap it up. I love you guys. One second. Damn, I'm back and I'm looking at this fucking Asian. I thought it was a man, but it's wearing a dress. And they got all the Amazon Prime fucking bags of fucking groceries and shit. Look at her. Damn, that's a fucking man. She got a water bottle jug in one hand and then nine bags in the other, and a purse. That's a woman. Alright, guys. World Star time. Alright, let's see. Let's see. Dun, dun 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 Ew. Not going to look at that. Not looking at that. Pick the wrong one. Security guard beats the brakes out of a woman as she puts hands on him outside of a casino. Let's hear this. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Sorry, the Bluetooth might not be on. My bad. I went to go pee. I didn't know it disconnected. They beating the brakes out of her. All right, so this guy just clocks a girl, then he starts step-kicking her. She gets back up. Her boyfriend's trying to put her back, so he's walking away, security guard. Girl, boyfriend's holding the girl back. He's trying to push him off. She wants more. Let's see. She gets more, I think. Oh, that's it? That was the whole video? That was whack. Toxic relationship. Let's see. I'm just trying to find the one. Oh, here's... Th- Karma. Hit him on sight. Dude gets knocked out after breaking into a man's hotel room and spitting on his face. You don't see that part, but you just see him open the door. He sees this guy. Bam! One hit, knocked out. One, two, three. Three hits after the knockout. Let's watch that again so you guys can hear it fully. Whoa, whoa, what? knocked him the what? fuck out, and that's what happens. And that's what happens. Where's the other video? Oh, dude, this was terrible. It says the biggest cuck ever. This is one of the weirdest marriage proposals. I couldn't even. I watched it once I can't do that for you guys. There's some other dude just hugging his girl while he he's down on his knee proposing, and she's like saying yes, but like this guy's like holding her like in grinding position, like his hands are on her hips, and like his dick is on her ass, and then afterwards he hugs them both when they hug each other after they kiss. So it's like very, very strange.-hmm very, very strange. Um, where is the fucking video that I saw? The other one. All right, let's see this. Fellas, these, the standards now, dude get asked how he feels about his woman cheating, and this is his response. I bet you I'm not going to like it.
1: 13- if she
0: cheat on me with a condom, she ain't really cheat on me. Because she ain't love that enough to let him hit roll, you know? If she hit roll, oh, that bitch is not mine. But if she f- with a condom, bro, you could come back. Whoa That's gross Yeet oh, Man fuck that Yo that's fucking Oh this is funny This guy went from being a tough guy to wounded dog after a pepper spray hit Listen to this So he's talking Says so a guy talking shit It looked like he got kicked out of a store And now he's mad Look, he's in their face, and right now he's about to get sprayed. You hear him? Aye, 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 aye. He goes full Jamaican. Ready? Why? What a fuck! Why you Why you a idiot? Help me now! me now! Yeah. Hurry me now. Area up now. Help me now. me now. Naga. 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 What What the fuck? help me now, judge ja, ja, help me now He kicks the door and he goes then he runs <laughs> he runs away he do not want no more <laughs> clock yo that shit was hilarious oh man all right there was a couple more that I saw. Where is it? Oh, I didn't want to watch that one. This fucking girl falls to her death. No, not watching that one. Not people getting shot to death in South Africa. No. Oh, this is one. When a flexing goes wrong, dude tried to show off a loaded shotgun in his backyard when this happened. Pretty much he just gets like... Oh, there's an ad. Oh. Oh, there's an ad? Well, then we mute. He got a 12-gauge, so this is guy. He's got a 12-gauge shotgun. Okay, so he had a twelve gauge shotgun with a pistol grip, and he did not hold either the pistol grip, or the the uh, butt of um, the the oh, I forgot what it's called the rack where you rack it. We, you... you know what I'm saying? I forgot what it's called right now. I'm blanking. He didn't hold either of them properly. So as soon, but he held the pistol grip a little bit better. So what happened is it literally just comes up and rips like the shot gun like the recoil just goes up hits him in the face he drops the gun and runs away and that's why you don't let people who don't know what the fuck they're doing around a gun plain and simple but then again like you know what to each their own you know if fucking idiots want to do dumb shit idiots are going to do dumb shit regardless right like what what can you do sometimes you gotta let idiots just be fucking idiots you know what i'm saying mm, that's how that one goes You guys probably heard that one, right? That thunder and lightning? All right, right, let's see. There was like a couple videos. Oh, I saw that one. A meth head slipped out of cuffs, grabs a rifle and opens on fire and like shot a couple people. It was crazy. This one. Neo-Nazi tries to intimidate a biracial teen. See this tattoo? See this tattoo? The Nazi says. I'm not allowed to say what's up. Well, I know what I would do to you, boy. You see these tattoos, mother- bro? You're pushing it. What am I pushing exactly? Bro, you're about to get knocked the f- out for real. For what? Don't say anything to me, bro. You don't know me. What are you doing with your fist? Yo, he made this guy lose his mind. Bro, you're really urking my soul right now. You might want to leave. For what? You don't know me, boy. I don't want you around me. You don't want... I can't be around you? I don't even like what you look like. Look at my tattoos and judge me. Judge you? I'll just leave, bro. I'm not playing that shit with you. Yeah, this shit's hilarious. Judge you? He's like, nah, I'm not gonna judge you. You're gonna judge me. Like, he's like, look at my tattoos and judge me the way I'm judging you. For not having tattoos, or just having a body of a different color. All right, you guys got to watch this Vegas man earns five-star wanted level real quick. I'm not going to watch that because that's a long video And I think that was All of the videos. Let me just double check No, I remember looking around here. Oh, yeah, I watched it. That was fucking bad Oh, that's a terrible video, terrible video Oh my gosh Dude, World Star is cool and all that, but, like, they have so many, like, negative videos. Oh, this video, because it reminds me of my friend Chris Park. Buddy robbed him and then lost his phone at his house. This just is just hilarious. I love how white people handle shit like this. So we're going to leave on this. What are you doing in my house? I was knocking on your door. I'm looking for my phone. Why is your phone in my house? Why is my phone in your house? Yo, I love... Good question. Pause. Is it he goes why is your phone in my house he goes why is my that's literally the that's what a liar does they repeat the question back for more time to answer so he's like why is my phone in your house this is hilarious all right in your house you gotta have to explain it to the cops i didn't take did you grab my phone when i set it down when i was showing you this i didn't touch your phone where's my phone did you take my phone you're a horrible liar, too, dude. Where's my phone? How'd you get in my house? I didn't touch your house or go in your house. I was knocking on the door. Well, we're going to stay separate until the police get here. so okay, we don't... fine, but where's my phone? I can't give it to you. It's my proof that you're in my house. I wasn't in your house. Well, somebody was. Right somebody was in my house and my vacuum's missing. I didn't take your vacuum. Why would I take you vac- your vacuum, dude? I, have- I don't know. Why is your cell phone in my house? I don't know. Did you grab your... Creepy, bro. You remember it's kind of creepy. your house, dude. Then why are you so nervous? Why yeah, this is kind of so hilarious. I've been looking for my phone for No one's, no one sweats because they're looking for their you phone. phone. You can't hold my property. <laughs> that was hilarious. I love it. I love it. And that's everything, guys. What else? What else do we want to say? Anything? I want to say thank you guys um, you know shout outs to all you guys for always fucking listening. You guys are always the best. I'm going to try to do some uh, World Star Stories. I think I could save them on favorites. I just got to remember how to do that again and I'll start doing that again. We'll get some nice videos during the week when there's slow news weeks like this week. But uh, thank you guys for uh, tuning in and you know check out, you know check out yourself. Shout out to my brother Yasin. I love him the most. Uh, sorry. You know, and and Manny and and Ham, you guys are also fucking you guys aren't my brother, but you guys are brothers to me. You know what I mean? But you're not my like I have to choose my brother over you guys. But like just like you guys would choose your siblings over me. I hope you know what I mean, but also still love me and choose and I would choose you guys over friends. So that's all I'm saying and I love my other friends too, though. I still love you guys. Uh, And shout out to all you guys who fucking keep listening, sharing this with your friends if you're doing that, if you like it. And if you don't like it, I guess uh, leave me five stars and tell me why you hate it. Or don't leave me five stars and tell me why you hate it. You know what I mean? And uh, big things are going to come in the future, I hope. And I love you all, and uh, I'll see you next week. All right, no music. Peace. But after there will be some sets. All right, peace. Get out of here, you guys. Give it up for Yusef Gox. Thank you. Keep it going for Anthony. Anthony's doing a great job here. Give it up for Chris. Chris, the bartender, the fucking bartender extreme. You guys are like, what the fuck? There's a Youssef. That's an Arab name. What the hell is he doing in America? That, you got the most. Mur, I got you. I got. Come and get I'll break it down. Oh, Chris is the best. Keep buying. Keep buying drinks from Chris, everybody. Yes. All right. What the hell is a Youssef? So I'm American. I'm 100% American. Like so much. I love cheeseburgers. I cried during the Star-Spangled Banner, but I am a little bit of a terrorist. It's during the part where the bombs burst in the air. You know what I mean? That puts a tear in my eye. But like, but like my heritage. Like, so I'm I'm part Moroccan. Like, so I love to smoke a lot of weed. And I'm also part Russian. Like, so obviously I drink, except for this month. I got to take one off for the liver. You know what I mean? Uh, And. I'm also part Palestinian which sucks because like in comedy it makes me want to throw rocks at Jews a lot you know what I mean like it doesn't help you get booked in comedy Like I love I love the Jews like fake news you know the fake news thing like I the only news I really trust is if a Jew tells me cuz I know they control the media you know what I mean they'll tell me if it's real or not they'll let me know like Youssef Palestine is a real thing but stop saying it okay we're trying to erase it we don't want them to know, it doesn't exist anymore. It was a thing, boink, boink. Just like six million, okay, where are all the shoes? <laughs> I mean bodies, all right. Let's talk about something else weird. You know, uh, so I'm gonna teach you a little bit about Islam. Here, here's the thing about ha- having gay sex in Islam. You, to get accused and actually get pushed off the roof, that's the fun part, right? But like you can't just, to get to the fun part, you have to have three people actually witness the gay act. So I got to see, like, let's say those two dudes are hooking up. I got to be like, yo, these two dudes are hooking up. Let's go watch. i like, nah, that's gay. We're not going to check that out. So, like, it's really hard to push a gay off the roof. And, you know what I mean? Plus, they don't really build high roofs over there. Like, you could fall <laughs> off of one story. You know what I mean? You just hurt, you hurt your leg. You have a weird limp. They'll know you're the gay one. <laughs> Helps you get picked up easy. They, they make you just go drag in Afghanistan. You just say you're a trans, and it's okay. They accept trans, but they do not want you to be gay. It's so, uh, I'm just relaying the news, man. I don't, I don't follow that. I'm American, remember? I told you, cheeseburgers, and the bombs bursting in the air, bro. <laughs> Dude, you know what's fucked up? The British. Y'all don't even know about that, right? You know what happened after World War II? The British said, hey Jews, we're gonna finish what Hitler didn't, what Hitler started. We're gonna give you your own homeland and we're gonna surround you by your natural enemies. Muslims, 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 and water. I don't know if you know this, you can't get a Jew wet. <laughs> after midnight, they turn into 100 Jews, or is that gremlins? I don't know, it was based on a true story, from what I hear. That's what my dad tells me, that's, not, that's what he would tell me growing up. He's like Those are the Jews, if you get them wet after midnight, they multiply, <laughs> and don't feed them either, ever. Not in the daytime, not in nighttime. And don't accept their food either, right? You know, don't accept food from a Jew, brother, right? Nigerian. So. Hey, so you know. You're like, it always comes with a fucking. Yeah, I fed you. You remember? You remember? He remembers. Nigerian. Damn. Another African. I'm Moroccan. Half. There it is. Cheers. Cheers, man. Cheers. And what about you? Where are you from? Um, born in Jersey. Okay. Raised in Florida. I meant like. Like what? You, so you're an American? 100%? You're Native American? No, no, no. Damn. Okay. you no, Russian? No, no, I'm Latin. Latin. I never would, I was gonna Any. guess the Eastern European. That's how off, I'm always so off. Like you, you're going to be like, yeah, I'm probably just a regular white guy, but no, nah, you're like no, some kind of Hispanic. Hispanic. Yeah. right? Damn, I was right. We're I'm not, not always white. Right. You were here before. Didn't I try to guess your race oh, like a hundred times? we were here before. Oh my God, and I was so <laughs> bad at races. I remember, oh, you sat in different places and yes, the lighting is so really, different yeah. over here. All, I was like, all ah. We're all Cuban. We're all Cuban.
1: God damn
0: it. They let you off the oh, boat. Not <laughs> not not you guys Cuban. are good swimmers is what I heard. All good swimmers. And you guys are good cocaine plugs. All right, check, check, check. Uh, I quit. It's all right. We're off that. All right, fuck. I was rambling. I should do some of these jokes. Let's do some... Let's talk about... So, Hitler was able to time travel. Oh, wow. Yeah. You didn't know that, right? Yeah. They don't teach you that in Cuba. I'll teach you in America. It's the American... It's the American version, because we do history channel. we got to make it fun. We made Hitler able to time travel, and in my version, he goes to the future. He sees what Israel is doing to the Palestinians. He's like, these goddamn Jews, look at these defenseless Palestinians and their rocket technology. We must at least help them for the rocket technology. And then his friend's like, it's rock technology, sir. He's like, rock technology against an army? We must help them even more. <laughs> and he didn't do a good job, evidently, because... Fuck that shit. Yeah, I know. Who? By the way, I got a Palestinian family, and I'm just like, why the fuck do you keep throwing rocks when they have rockets? Like, you gotta, like... Like, do you... Nigerian... You don't bring, we bring knives to fights, but when they have a gun, we pretend like we're not, what's going on over there, right? We're, black people in movies, what are they always doing? Going away. That's why that movie's called Nope, because that's what we would say. Oh, aliens? Nope. (laughs) I don't have weapons for aliens, you know what I mean? They go up your butt. You you remember that? You hear that? Aliens used to probe your butt, and then they stopped probing your butt. You know when that happened? when homosexuality was more accepted in the south, south, south okay that's the real truth carving, carving. Yeah, you missed yeah. it you missed it ah it's all good it's you are doing good bro. Habibi. thank you i pre ah oh, another habibi there it is habibi <laughs> <laughs> he got he got me he's I mean, cuban I mean, and he knows bro they got muslims in cuba i don't know how you guys did that shit <laughs> <laughs> oh damn oh okay how did they escape <laughs> we got a whole bunch of escapees yeah oh they cigars The cigars. Oh, yeah. Those look like penises. I don't smoke cigars. (laughs) It's like, I never understood. I smoke cigarettes. I'm like, what? You don't inhale? And I would inhale, and you get sick, and it's like, ah, what the fuck is the point of just... I'm gonna blow smoke out. (laughs) (laughs) Look at this phallic object in my mouth as I make it cum. Look, this is the cum. I didn't swallow. I promise I didn't swallow. You can't swallow cigar cum. Only cigarette cum. (laughs) Sorry, that was a weird tangent. I'm, ah, fuck, let's go into weirder shit. Yeah, baby. Uh, There's a website called iBuyPower. How is that not a slave trading site? You know what I'm saying? At least on the dark web. If you go on the dark web version, you could buy people, I think. I don't know. Thank you for laughing at that. Um... There's, you guys hear about this thing in the Middle East and parts of Africa, it's called female genital mutilation and everybody's up in arms against it, but nobody ever gave a fuck about male genital mutilation, aka circumcisions, what the fuck. fuck up. We cut men's dicks with no goddamn problems and women prefer it. Oh my God. Yeah, they do. Don't lie. She's like, oh, I don't know about that, Yusef. Well, Yusef, have you done hours and hours and hours of research on Pornhub like me? Because I have, and I will tell you my evidence. Your Honor, women prefer your penis with a circumcision, and here's why. In all the hours, I've noticed that there's certain kinds of dildos, okay? There's ones with testicles. There are even tentacle ones. And double-sided ones. Yes, you saw that. Both sides, circumcised where are the ones with the foreskin, huh? I don't see that ever, not once ever. It's kind of weird. I'm not gonna tell you to cut it off, but they want you to cut it out. Now, female one is kind of like the same. Like, I, look, the, the way I describe it is like, there's two types of vaginas. You can get like a Subway sandwich, half like you go two little pieces of meat for my six inch sub. you know what I mean? Or sometimes you wanna get some Arby's. I like the Arby's, the extra meat. They got oh, the meat. Yeah. that flappy vagina, you know what I'm saying? With the lips, oh, extra lips. Oh my God, I love the lips. I call them ball ticklers when you hit them from behind. Woo, they just tickle your balls. Just me, I guess. All right. I guess only my balls get tickled by large vagina lips. Everybody else has not tried this process. They're like, large vagina lips? Ew, tuck those in. I was like, no, pull them out, baby. (laughs) Untuck that shit. Untuck your shirt, baby. We're having fun tonight. Here's another weird thing, and I'll leave on this. And, and also, in all my research, I noticed that women, they, they really do blow a lot of dildos. There's a lot of, of women blow, giving blowjobs to dildos. And not once ever in my research have I seen a man eat out a pocket pussy. So, <laughs> women are definitely cleaner than men, is what I'm saying. <laughs> because they're willing to do that. My name is Yusef Goff. Thank you very much. Woo! Yeah. Thank you. All right, guys, got a few comics left. Let's get fucking, let's keep that energy up. Let's have some fun. Give it up for this next fucking guy. He's hysterical. Good friend of mine, Yusef. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Keep it going for Chris Park and the City Lounge. Anthony's here. we got Anthony in the building. All right, I know you guys heard of Youssef. You guys got uncomfortable. I love America. I'm 100% American. I was born here. I love cheeseburgers. I tear up during the Star Spangled Banner, you know what I mean? Especially the bombs bursting in the air part. That's the inner terrorist in me, I guess. But, like, I still love it. But, like, but like, to let you know my heritage, I, I'm part Russian, so I love to drink. I'm part Moroccan, so I love to smoke weed. And I'm part Palestinian, so I unfortunately throw rocks at Jews, so. It's, uh, it's definitely hurting me in comedy. Thank you. At least you guys laughed. <laughs> the Jews, not so much. <laughs> oh, man. Lizzo, uh, Lizzo, that fat bitch, uh, she started a, a, a fat movement. Have you heard about this? And nobody told, nobody in her team told her what movement meant? Like, you know what I mean? That's a thinker, I guess. All right, we won't do thinkers tonight. We guys have been drinking, right? Yousef's been sober. It sucks. It sucks so much, but you can jerk off and last so much less time. You can go through so many porns if you time it out right. You can still do it when you're drinking. It just, you never, fit. all right. You guys didn't. It. You want to store them. How do you store them when you come? You know what I mean? That's how you remember the keepers, okay? I'm saying I can store more keepers in my favorites than you guys, okay? Falling asleep with your dick in your hand. I remember those days. It was almost like I raped myself. I didn't want to do it, but my, my dick said yes, but my body said no. You know what I'm saying? Like I technically raped myself, technically. I think. I don't know how rape rules work. A Muslim, you know what I mean? You know how you know how they say like, oh in in like Muslim countries if you see a gay guy you get to like push him off a cliff. Not that easy, man. Not that easy. You can't just you can't just push any old gay off the you know what I mean? <laughs> to get to the fun part of doing it <laughs> what you have to do is you actually have to have proof just so you know. Like, first of all, let's just say you two are doing some gay shit. I gotta see you two doing some gay shit and I gotta be like, yo, Liam. They're doing some gay shit. We need one more witness. We need three people to see them doing some gay shit. And Liam's going to be like, I don't want to see him doing no gay shit. So we can't even push you off no roof, man. You're lucky. You need you need three witnesses, I guess, to the point. I'm trying to educate you on Islam and trying to tell jokes. It's, it's a very complicated procedure, all right? It's very complicated. I'll also tell you. You guys know about uh, female genital mutilation? You've heard about that, right? It's terrible. Women get all... Uh, I get it, lady. I know. I, I I don't want my genitals mutilated, but I'm Muslim, and so they did that already. You know about male genital mutilation, guys? Circumcisions? Nobody gives a fuck about that. Unless you're in Europe, I guess. Fuck, man. I wish I had an elephant trunk. You know what I mean? I I wish I had a little Chinese finger trap sometimes. I stick my thumb in there. You know what I mean? I can't. The only thing I can do is I could try to stretch it when it's soft and pretend. That's all I can do, all right? And then, I, but I, I realize like most women do prefer though they do prefer you have circumcision. So like I'm sorry if you guys have foreskins, it's okay. I'm not judging you. The women are. Uh, and I, I've done a lot of research, and here's my evidence. Okay, I'll present my case. I've done hours and hours of research on Pornhub.com, and in all of these, all of the porns that I've seen, where women are solo and they're using a dildo, I've seen dildos with testicles. I've seen them also fuck tentacles. I've even seen double sided ones. Guess what? Both sides. Circumcised That's right, fellas I've never, not once, ever Seen one with a foreskin Have you? (laughs) Exactly I'm not going to tell you To snip it off You know what I'm saying? I'm just Women don't like that But then again I was This is another weird thing Women are definitely Way cleaner than men Because While watching all these porn Women are sucking Their dildos Before and after They're inserting Like You never You're not Fucking your pocket pussy And give it a little lick Do you? Because if you do Don't be my friend, please (laughs) I did that joke, didn't I? Don't eat out your pocket pussy. Not before or after, man. I don't know what you said, but I just had this. All right, that's where you... Eating out pocket pussy is the perfect time to get a light. All right, I'll talk about this quick. I was on Bumble, and there was this uh, trans woman on there. And I would just carry... I read the profile, and it said, Wanted children someday. And I was like, damn, this girl really expects technology to... it. How are you going to push your baby out your penis? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, just me. All right, you should I have it. All right, fuck you guys, man. No, I love you. Um, yeah, that's about it. My name is Yusef. Check out my podcast, Piss Golf. Thank you. Woo-hoo. Oh, that was a bad ending. <laughs> so funny, motherfucker! I love this dude. Give it up for Yusef Gop, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Keep it going for Chris Park and all y'all. Hell yeah, everybody here. Yeah. Hell yeah. Youssef Goff looks like a Moroccan Malcolm X, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm part Moroccan, I know. I'm part Moroccan, so I smoke a lot of weed. I'm part Russian, so I drink a lot of fucking alcohol and invade Ukraine. Just Ukrainian pussy is what I'm talking about, you know what I mean? (laughs) And I'm also part, I'm part Palestinian, so I throw rocks at Jews, unfortunately. There, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, watch out. My jadar went off when you were up on stage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Muslims get jadar. It's like radar, but uh-huh. for Jews, you know? <laughs> uh, meat locker. More like beat my meat locker, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. Poston's not here. Somebody's got to do his job. Uh, she's laughing like, I think you have one of those egg vibrators in her pussy, and you just keep turning the thing up. That's why she... You keep laughing like that. I, I watch way too much porn, I guess. This guy's with me. He had to put his belt back on. He was jerking off right before he came down He's like, pills are required down here, man. watch too much porn. Yeah, oh, you know how much porn I watch? I watch so much porn that I realize that women actually do prefer your penis to be circumcised. So I'm sorry about that, man. I'm sorry if you have foreskin. It's all right, I, I wish I was there with you. I'm Muslim, they had to circumcise me, okay? You think I don't want an elephant trunk? You know what I'm saying? You think I want to play fucking Chinese finger trap with my little dick? You know what I'm saying? I can't do that, all right? But women actually do. Hey, you have to pay attention so you can listen to this. You gotta, so here's how I did it. All these hours of research, I realized all these women that use dildos. Yeah, well, how about this? All the dildos that I've seen, I've seen ones with testicles. I've seen tentacle ones. I've even seen double-sided ones. Both sides circumcised, okay? Where are the ones with the foreskins? Because I haven't seen them. That's what I'm right? I'm just saying. I'm not saying you have to cut your shit. Keep playing Chinese finger trap, you know what I mean? It's fucking fun. Yeah. Or what I imagine. I have to do it when it's soft. I just keep curling it up. I'm like, oh, that might be fun one day. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember where I was going. Oh, I remember, yeah. Women are definitely cleaner than men, though. Women suck the shit out of their dildos and then put it in their pussy and then suck it again. I don't know any dude that's fucking their pocket pussy and pulling it out, eating it out a little. You know what I mean, like his ice cream cone and shit. That's gross. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's leave it for the women. Uh, and women, women, you know they have these things. Like women have extra meaty pussy lips. Sometimes I like that shit, man. Why I gotta cut them off? Why are women ashamed of that? When you hit it from doggy style, I call them the ball ticklers. You know what I'm saying? They should just. Tickle your... No, you guys have to have extra meaty lips. She might be tucking them in right now. Oh, you're too young. (laughs) Why are they allowed children in here? There's a baby. Ah, whatever. Let's see, what else do I want to talk about? Anything new? Oh, uh, banging banging while camping is pretty fucking intense. That's another posting joke. See, it's fucking intense, get it? Uh, Poston's not here. Somebody's got to do his job, okay? He's getting married. Fucking God bless him. All right. Where's your jokes? They're all in here. Which one do you want to hear? Do you want to hear about Hitler? All right, let's go that way. Hitler, I feel like Hitler could time travel. You know what I'm saying? I felt like he went to the future. I agree. He went to Israel, and he was like, God damn, what are they doing to the Palestinians? We must help the Palestinians, the defenseless Palestinians, with their rocket technology. And then his friend taps him on the shoulder and goes, it's rock technology. He goes, rock technology? Against a well-funded military? We absolutely must help them now. No, I'm kidding. That's fucked up. Don't get mad at me. I'm just a Muslim. Get mad at Britain. You know what Britain did after World War II? They put the Jews right surrounded by all their natural enemies. Muslims, 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 Muslims and water. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can't get a Jew wet after midnight. I heard, I saw a documentary about it. It was called Gremlins, you know what I mean? At least that's what my dad said. I didn't say it. My dad told me that's a documentary. Uh, and then there was a Gremlins too, and he goes, see, they control the media too. <laughs> Look at them. Speaking of fake news, I only trust news coming from a Jew. They control the media, and they're like, they tell me what's real and not. They're like, Yusef, stop saying Palestine. It's real, but we're... Don't say it anymore. <laughs> we're trying to make them forget. It's like T-Mobile. We're T-Mobile now. We're not Nextel. Fuck Nextel. That's an old joke. That guy who's smoking a lot of weed. He, he remember, he had the pager. Ah, right? You. Chirp, chirp. I got a lot of money off that chirp. Hell yeah, we did. <laughs> Hell yeah, we did. I got the light. Let's see, what I want to leave you guys on... Yo, being a libertarian is fucking weird, man. I got a lot of libertarian friends, and they're always complaining on Facebook, and one of them was talking about Biden, and he was like, anybody standing with Biden and his tyranny is dead to me, family and friends included. But I have dyslexia, so I thought I said, anybody standing with Biden and a tranny? And I was like, damn. Was it Hunter, or was it big Which one? <laughs> Because I can see regular Joe just not even knowing. you know. He was like, is this my wife? I don't know where I am. Uh. I didn't even know my, my, fucking, uh, my fucking dyslexia is contagious, too. I started doing yoga to get in shape. And all my friends moved the Y to the end. They're like, oh, gay. <laughs> so, it is contagious. All right, my name is Yusuf Goff. Thank you very much. You guys are way too young to be here. Fuck yeah, give it up for Yusuf. Goff.